Carlos tries to provide for his son. Matt juggles kids, a land deal, and a comatose wife. George looks for a double agent. Billy builds a team. And a different George faces the rise of talkies. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor, 2011. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The Academy Award. Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Jean Dujardin. We got two George, George characters <laughs> and an actor named George that he's not playing a character named George. There's three Georges in this best actor race. It's wild. That's wild. Wild. Mag, we're back. We're back. Craig coming to you from Philadelphia, PA. The city of brotherly love. Mm, are you feeling That's any of that it. yet? Um, it's okay. You know, I told you uh, it's it's... It feels a little bit like, you know, our uh, late teens, mm-hmm. early 20s, mm-hmm. early to mid 20s. Uh, we lived in New York. You know, there's, there's bars. There's like seven bars on every block in Philadelphia. Sure. Um, you know, just walking around, bar hopping, having drinks. The you got to be blitzed to live there is the, what they're telling yeah, you. The difference I've found is that um, multiple times, like, I have almost pissed myself like coming up my front stoop because I'm much older now. So um, as opposed to being like leaving the last bar and being like, it's a 15 minute walk home. I'll be fine. I don't need to pee before I go. Like it's literally like me, like fumbling with my belt, like as I walk into my house, Oof. so I don't uh, pee all over the apartment. It so is weird. It is it's weird something to look forward to for our younger for listeners. the younger <laughs> listeners. It is weird how, how you have to pee so much more. Yeah. I used to feel like I have a bladder of, the size of a small country and now you know i guess i drink more water now than back then back then it was like who needs water who needs water once a week tops (laughs) if that if that and i looked glowing still no i do have good skin uh i went speaking of skin good skin skin speaking of Megan, speaking of you, youth, to, speaking of the youths, speaking, speaking of the youths, you went to a big concert last night. I'm not not hungover from yeah. the several margaritas that I drank before Rachel Lewis uh, and I went to friend of the pod, friend of the pod, went to see Harry Styles in concert, uh, a concert. Was this at was this at the crypto dot com <laughs> center? God, that yeah. is such an unfortunate name now. Um, no, this was so my friend. It's actually tickets came from. I, I did not purchase these tickets, although I do love Harry Styles. Right, uh, they came from uh, a, another friend of the pod, uh, Christy Miller, and oh yes, was, of course, was ill, could not make it, so Rachel stepped in, and um, we went to the forum where I had never been. Are we sure that uh, she was sick and she just wasn't up? She was just upset they weren't playing Picnic at the forum? <laughs> she did love that movie. <laughs> it was a very sexy movie. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. Um, this was almost. Speaking of the use, William Holden. <laughs> uh, Harry Styles, almost as sexy as William Holden. Yeah. Um, like, hoof, 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 hoof. He likes older ladies, too. He does. Mm. Is he? Are they still together? Him think, and Olivia Wilde. I think so. 
or he's moved on to Helen Mirren, <laughs> broke up the Taylor Hackford <laughs> marriage. And, uh, he's really more of a Judy Dench. He likes them yeah. with a little, little junk in the trunk. Um, yeah, that's um, yeah, it was a good show. It was afterwards, so <laughs> middle-aged ladies at a concert, Rachel kept screaming, I'm 40, which, you know, not <laughs> ideal, honestly. No. <laughs> to the and girls. you're like, I'm her much younger friend. <laughs> she was my babysitter, and we <laughs> stayed close. The girls behind us were, at a certain point, I turned back crying, like straight up like crying, like yeah. if this was the Beatles. Um, and afterwards we're waiting for the Uber. We're in the parking lot and waiting for in the Uber waiting area. And we're like, there are all these Ubers right there. Why can't we just take one of those? There's all these people outside. There's all these cars parked and these people outside standing next to the cars. And what the security guard explained to us was those were parents that were there picking up their children, um, Mm. waiting for their kids. The security guard also said, (laughs) Rachel, swear. This giant Ivy Park, like, like for Adidas, you know, whatever Ivy Park, fucking yellow windbreaker. Well, and Bay had said it personally to her, correct? <laughs> Bay, <laughs> Bay wants to make sure that she's always representing. She's always repping the brand. Yeah, and the security guard goes, "Yeah, no, those are those are adults picking up their kids. Why are you two at this concert?" <laughs> and then he goes, "And why are you wearing a raincoat?" <laughs> was he like are you looking are you looking for your daughters Rachel just goes sir it is a windbreaker it is Ivy Park <laughs> it was it was a wild night it was a wild night but um yeah he's he's hot you know Harry uh I'm, I, I bet you haven't, uh, have you seen Eternals yet? Did you uh, no, check out Eternals? I have not. And I'm going to, I'm going to spoiler alert you right now. Probably not going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being uh, right. Harry Styles, uh, spoiler alert, appears in one of the post credit scenes. I did see that when I was Googling pictures of him earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything's Were fine. Were you just making sure you knew what he looked like yeah. for the so when you got there, you wouldn't like. Start I'd be like, oh, oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. I got. I didn't want to be confused at all. I, by the way, I was confused. People would scream at random things. I didn't understand, but it was great. Yeah. Um, is he gonna be like in it going forward now? I mean, I guess if they make another Eternals movie, the movie has not been uh, welcomed. No, I mean it's fine. The movie was fine. It's mediocre. It's sure. not very good. People are acting like. Uh, it's two hours of someone like pulling puppies out and like shotgunning them. In the head. That's what they're <laughs> acting like this film is. And it's like, it's like a mediocre comic book movie. We get four of those a year. I was going to say like, that happens. Like, that, why are we like so upset about this? That but, happens all the um, fucking yes, time. Uh, if they go forward, he apparently would be playing Eros, who is, who is an, another eternal from a different D different galaxy sort of, I guess. Cool. Super yeah. cool. It's him and uh, Patton Oswalt uh, voicing a CGI character. That's who shows up in the post credit scene. Oh my God. Larry Bates. Came Although over. I will say that, you know, the scene it's, it's with among other people, Angelina. And I was like, I wonder if he's dating Angelina now. Who? After they shot their little post credit scene. Jo- Angelina Wait, Jolie. you think Patton Oswalt is dating no, Harry Styles. Oh, Harry Styles. <laughs> hey, I just don't like to think of Harry Styles dating anybody, okay? 
No big deal. I know. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah, Larry Bates came over and had a long... Maddie was like, I don't really care. I'm not going to see it. Larry is a staunch defender of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. The MCU, if you will. Loves mm-hmm. a marble. A marble? Yeah. A marble. <laughs> <laughs> loves, it loves the marbles, Loves the marbles, too. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to see that movie. But I mean, I, you know what? I'm going to catch it on a plane, I'm sure. I'm sure I will catch Listen, it on a plane. Listen, if you're flying, you know, cross-country or transcontinentally, it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. It's so. a long movie. That's it's long. a good one to throw on, yeah. Like because that's half your trip. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get into this? Should we get into the 2011 Best Actor? Sure. You know, with all the with the movie I was doing, uh, we th- we thought you know we had just watched a bunch of these movies. We just did 2011. Um, you know, we'll get back into our regularly scheduled 50s. We'll do 2008. You know, but uh, we thought we'd just uh, do this now. It's the 10 year anniversary, so it, it makes sense to do mm-hmm. these movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Who do you want to? Who do you want to talk about first? I mean, we just talked about. Really, we just talked about like three of these nominees. Watching these cats have, in your there's we'll it's like on them. okay, <laughs> just kind of wandering around behind you and in front of you and opening doors. It looks haunted. Yeah, it's, it's honestly terrifying. You you. It looks like you are in a. There's no furniture. I just want to set I'm the scene real, for the people. I'm sort of like Miss Haversham. Yeah. I'm just, yep, my, just I'm, my dress is at the cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> so all the clocks are set to the same, they're not moving, they're set at the same time and just fucking cats wandering in and out yeah. of the rooms. It's my basic nightmare house. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, um, sorry, what are we going to talk about? Can we just talk about Jean, Jean Dujardin? I know he let's won. Let's talk about the winner first. Why not? Jean Dujardin. Let's just go to that first. He has no um, lines. Oh, no, he has one line. What does he say at the end? With pleasure. Uh, he's, you know, so that's immediately an easy performance because he didn't have to do any memorizing. <laughs> yeah. And as, we, if, did say, we did say, you know, he, he seems very natural in that dance scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really um, natural. He does almost die in a fire. I assume they actually lit that whole room on fire. Sure. So that's, you know. That's some method um, shit right there. Yeah, what a weird performance to win an academy award for yeah very strange very an un, yeah a silent performance um what is this 1929 <laughs> get out get out jinx coke uh yeah i don't agree i mean i don't know he's fine like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the dog is better the than dog him, is so fucking I... great Uggy, i love that dog piece um yeah but, uh, you know, the dog was great. I also want to He's issue got great chemistry with that dog, too. Yeah. I want to issue a correction. I think on the 2011 episode when we were talking about the artist, I uh, referred to her as Poppy. And the character's name is actually Peppy. Peppy. How dare you? Even more <laughs> idiotic. So why would I have... Uh, hey. But hey. I do apologize to my artist heads out there. How dare you? The people yeah. really... They really came for you, I'm sure. Ugh, the fervent I, following I, I of... I had to turn off my DMs. <laughs> fervent following of this 10-year-old silent yeah. fucking movie that nobody cared about then and nobody cares about now. It's fine. It's a fine performance. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any of his... I would assume like he's a French comedian in the mold of like a Jerry Lewis and probably was very well fit for this, making like large faces and being like, over the top as one was in silent movies. Sure. Um, like a real, um, so like what's the clown? The, Which one is the clown? 
You know the French clown. Oh, oh my god. Um, you know who the I'm French ta- clown. <laughs> Marcel Marceau. Yeah, Marcel Marceau. He's a regular Marcel Marceau. I've had some also I had some margaritas. Fa- your fav- also your favorite restaurant um yeah. in uh, Los Angeles, Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Marcel Marceau. <laughs> <laughs> Love that escargot at Marcel Marceau. Yeah. Oh God. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's fine. This Look, is just he, does he, not he really. Nails, he he nails what he's supposed to do in the role. It's just like, is that really what we want to be giving our top actor of the year award yeah, to? It's I, odd. I don't know. He just makes. Yeah. He just kind of just makes a lot of like like faces. Just like, and mostly he's just like he's either smiling like hey or he's like bummed. What, I don't yeah. know. Or sometimes he's like, what are you doing here? And sometimes he's like, I'm full. I can't eat anymore. And sometimes, and sometimes he's like, I'm he's tired. Like, and sometimes he's like, I heard you talking about me. That was me. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good impression. Yeah. 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 He really runs through all those emotions. It's just not. Yeah. And sometimes he's like, I'm going to kill myself with this. <laughs> but then he, then like, he gets interrupted. And then sometimes Actually, he's like, let's just dance mm-hmm. and laugh about and it. And laugh about yeah. it. Yeah, I just, um, God, this movie. You know what? I think I'm done talking about it. Goodbye. Great. I, I think I'm done Farewell. talking about it for another 10 years. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about Let's talk about everyone we've talked about. So let's talk about the, the Clooney. Okay, The Clooney. actual George playing Matt. George playing Matt. Um, I liked The Descendants better than you or Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, I think I had a number two for the year. I mean, I think Dork Clooney is, like, my second favorite Clooney behind, like, super cool Clooney. Yeah, super like, it's cool like Clooney. Like, it's, like, out of sight, Danny Ocean or, like, best Clooney. Yeah. But I don't I like it I when like, he's really... I, li- I like it when he's, like, everyday dude. Like, dad dude. Like, he's such a dad right. in this, you know? Yeah. I don't like it yeah, when he's and, trying to be really funny. I don't care for that. Except for in the Coen Brothers movie, actually. Burn After Reading. No, 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 not burn after reading. Sorry, um, intolerable cruelty. No, no, the other one. <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I like it when he's kind of dopey. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I really like the movie, like the the in between ones, like even though I think he's great in it, I like the movie a lot. Michael Clayton, like that kind. That's like the best version of that George Clooney mode. But yeah. it's not. I don't think it's as interesting. I yeah. like it when he's a dope or he's like the coolest man on earth. Yeah. And you're saying in The Descendants, he's a dope. Yeah. He's sort of a dope. Yeah. Sure. I mean, his wife cheats on him with Matthew fucking Lillard. I know. Lillard. Matthew fucking Lillard. Why would you go from George? Like, listen, I know it's not all about looks, but it's also about, there's other, st- like, he's, he's, even though he's a dope, he's like, you know, he's a good dad and he's cute and I don't he's know. responsible. Yeah. He cares yeah. about the land. Yeah. He's, listen, he's good. It's a fully lived in character. It's not, yeah. it's not a ton, even though his wife is in a coma, it's not a ton of heavy lifting. Like, I mean, no. he's sort of like grappling again with mixed feelings about it. Um, it's funny to think about when I, with actually kind of all of these performances that are nominated, I was thinking like, what, because we've talked about this, like what is the scene that they would play at the yeah. ceremony or what's the scene that people would watch to be like, oh, that's the scene. Because a lot of times right. it's always like the big emotive scene. And there's not a ton of them in these nominee categories. I mean, we're going to talk about Gary Oldman and like that movie. And like there's a lot of these things are just that it's very, and and we've talked about this before too, Sometimes that's the hardest thing to do is just play like a real life 
person. It's really this year, most of the nominees, like they're kind of like with the exception of the artist, I feel like they are more lower key Mm -hmm. performances. Yeah. Billy Uh, in uh, Moneyball, you know, or, you know, Brad Pitt in Moneyball. Mm -hmm. And even Damien Bashir in, um, you know, he's very much just playing a person like that, that movie's slightly more dramatic than Mm -hmm. the other ones. Mm -hmm. But even so, it's not like, it's not like it's 21 grams or something. No. It's not like we have like, not at all. Not yeah. at all. That's the only one of the nominees too that I can point to that there that I like think I know what the scene is. Right. But like everything else, I'm like I don't know what the scene would be. Yeah, I don't know. I guess with Clooney, I'm trying to think. They probably used him like talking to her like when she is like towards the end of the movie. When yeah, it's, like him saying goodbye. Goodbye. Like, I would guess that was the scene. Yeah. Um, of course, I would have just had him running in flip flops. Like, and then I think he probably would have won. Yeah. If only they had used that clip. Yeah, you know what? That reminds me, Meg. I forgot to do something. Oh no! Why? But the, by the way, it's—I <laughs> think it's so telling that you forget this every single every time. time. I think every it's time. Telling. But we can't let down Clayton. We can't let down Andy. Clayton, we by the way, two. texted me the other night that he was on his way to. He was like, "Oh, I'm passing your street. I'm on my way to the like, come on, come on after party." And I was like, "Humble brag, Clayton. Get out of here." Yeah. Get out of here, or don't get out of here. Come get me. Take me to meet Joaquin Phoenix. I had to. I had to text Clayton because I saw Tick Tick Boom, and I had to say the movie is good, and he probably will get nominated. Really? Yeah. The movie is good. Yeah, okay. I liked it. Okay. Um, Spencer Golden... came in the mail for me the other day. By the way. Oh, I saw Spencer. I'm psyched. I'm stoked. I haven't. I haven't gotten it. Was it Maddie's? Or it's was Maddie's. It no, it was Maddie's. Yeah. The Writers Guild. They always get it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we don't get anything till the nominations come out. No, I know. And that's like not till like the end of December. January. This happens every yeah. or January. This happens every yeah. year because every year I'm like, I'm going to take all these movies for Christmas and like have something right. to do with my family. And then I think never next out. year it'll be earlier again. I think this is the last year. It's a longer runway. Hmm. Golden Globe nominees. Drama. Actor. George Clooney wins. The other nominees, Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling for The Ides of March. This was a big year for Ryan Gosling. Wow. And George Clooney was also in The Ides of March. He was. Uh, Michael Fassbender for Shame. Leonardo DiCaprio for J. Edgar. Oh, dear. Maybe the one bad Leonardo DiCaprio performance. Yeah, Yeah, that movie's horrible. Um, I saw that movie at the Union Square Regal at like, 10 10 at night on a weekday and right it was like me and one other person right before the movie started like half a dozen people walked in and i was like that's weird what a weird movie to go see as a large group yeah and then i can't remember if like i think one of them actually said i don't think this is new year's eve (laughs) (laughs) and they all got up and they they were just like in the wrong theater could you how could you <laughs> could you imagine sitting through like the first 10 minutes and being like Poof, this is different from all the other ones <laughs> this is no Gary mother Marshall this is no mother's really day direction yeah. <laughs> um, oh god Jean Dujardin uh, wins the other nominee is Brendan Gleeson for the guard it's a good movie mm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt for 50/50 also a good oh, movie oh good movie Ryan Gosling for Crazy Stupid Love. Wow. Yep. Cat I, fight. I do not <laughs> fuck with a cat. I do not fuck with a cat. 
And Owen Wilson for Midnight in Paris. That sounded like a lion. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been. Okay. You never know. Sounded like a bigger cat is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) SAG nominees are Dujardin wins, Damon Bashir, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio for J. Edgar. Wow. (laughs) Wow. They really tried to make that happen. Trying to make that happen. Clooney wins. The other nominees, Dujardin, Gosling. I think Gosling was for Drive for the Critics' Choice. Okay. Wow. He's nominated across the board for all these different things. Fossbender, Leonardo DiCaprio, and J. Edgar. Jesus. New York Film Critics goes to Brad Pitt, as well as National Society of Film Critics. The Los Angeles Film Critics give it to Michael Fossbender, but it was not just for shame, but for shame, Jane Eyre, A Dangerous Method, the Cronenberg movie, where I think Fossbender was Jung in that movie, and Viggo Mortensen is Freud. Okay. And then X-Men First Class. <laughs> For all those things. They were like, yeah. all those things. By the way, that Jane yeah. Eyre is so good with Mia Wasikowska. Yeah. I remember when I saw that movie by myself with a, a mini bottle of wine in the back and I and it, uh, the arc light. And I was like the only person there and it was so fucking good. What That's a dream. such a dream of yeah. mine. Let's get back to it. Let's talk about Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, Brad Pitt. Again, same thing. I can't point to the scene. He's super, he's very charming. Like he's like, again, just kind of an, like a dad again. Yeah. Um, dad, dad, Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. And, uh, like rusty Ryan levels of charm. No, no, but no, what is, but, but he's pretty like, just like his, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool in this works, works in baseball. He's be a baseball player. He's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love this movie. This movie is really good. So I like the performance. I think he does such a good, I think he's a good, I want to spend time with this guy for right. a couple hours. Yeah, And that's kind of what I have to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Good performance. It's good. Brad Pitt's good. Yeah. We like Brad Pitt. We like Brad Pitt. He's funny. He hits the stuff, like he hits the comedy in it and he hits yeah. the more dramatic stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't have, again, there's nothing in it that it's like, wow, that's an Oscar. That's really Oscar-y. Yeah. Not that it has to be, not that it has to be big or over the top or anything, but it's just, it's it's interesting to me that, and because we'll talk about some of the stuff that didn't get nominated, that this was a nominated performance, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear us talk more about those three movies, check out our last episode, 2011, where we went more into depth on the films. Uh, we don't want to just, you know, rehash it for we don't. We really dozens don't. of loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. Like, no, thanks. So let's talk about a couple of movies we didn't talk about, the other two nominees. Um, which one would you like to talk about first? Um, Should we talk about... Let's Dinka, do Dinka Taylor. Taylor Soldier. Soldier. Spy. They don't say spy. They don't spy. say spy. They just say Tinker Taylor. Taylor, rich man, poor man. Tinker Taylor. Who's the Tinker? Soldier. That's, is that Colin Firth? Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. Unclear. Um, I hadn't seen this movie in 10 years mm-hmm. since I saw it uh, on December 23rd mm-hmm. um, at the Third Avenue um, movie theater. I saw a double feature. I think I was. How do you in remember town. the day? I remember it because I was in Christmas. I was in town for Christmas, like by myself. Okay. 
Um, and I saw that and Sherlock Holmes. Oof, what a weird Game of Shadows. <laughs> the second Sherlock Holmes Downey Jude Law film. So a lot of spies ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I still find this movie pretty hard to follow. It's really confusing. <laughs> it's really fucking confusing. I was like, I'm 10 years older. I'm rewatching it. Like, I'll get it this time. And I was like, nope. Didn't really, nope. didn't really follow. I got to tell you, it, I, um, so. It does have every British actor that's every ever Every British actor that's ever worked, ever, ever, ever. I was, um, it's so funny, you, like, like, you're like, who else could they possibly get? And then Tom fucking Hardy shows you up. You're like, yeah. what is happening? Um, a couple months ago, I read, because Maddie had read it for a book club, and he was like, you like this book. So I read, um, I'd never read any John Le Carre. The, uh-huh. And I read The Spy Who Came In for, The Spy Who from Came In From The Cold. Yeah. Um, and it was, I feel like would be such a better movie than Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It is a movie. Is it? Yeah. Richard Burton. Okay. Well make it again with, <laughs> with like, let's, let's get Richard Burton out of here. Let's make it, a, let's update that. How dare It's just you? an easier. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a Burton <laughs> I know you're head. a Burton head. It's just an easier, and maybe it's because there's fewer characters. It's such an easier story story to follow there's you know like within the last decade i feel like there's been this like lacare boom like kind of starting with the remake of this movie like there have been a couple amc shows right um, right night manager night manager um and then they made a bunch of his other movies and actually like all of them better i think a most wanted man which is one of philip seymour hoffman's last performances Mm -hmm. is great um ewan mcgregor did one a couple maybe a couple years after that, um, that I'm going to forget the name of, but it's really good. Um, yeah, this one's just too confusing. And it's another, this one maybe over any of the other performances, like, you know, it was such a relief, like Gary Coleman, Gary Oldman had been like this, like actor's actor for so long and such a great character actor and disappeared into his roles and people loved him. And this was his first Academy Award nomination. And I remember how thrilled everyone was, but there's like, there's very, I, it's not that he's bad by any means. There's no. just very little too, it's such like a. Bl- blank, he's a fucking intelligence agent. So he yeah. doesn't, there's no emotion like at all. Right. <laughs> like at all. Like I think maybe the scene for him is when he's telling uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yet again, another fucking British <laughs> actor about like the. I, but again, I can't really even follow it. It's like the spy and the wife and then the, this. And and then when the thing is you're waiting the whole time, spoilers for this 10-year-old movie, but you're waiting the whole time to find out who the who the double agent is. Right. And then it's so anticlimactic. It's like all of a sudden it, he just is like, oh, yeah, it was you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Colin Firth. And he's like, then he makes some other, like Colin Firth makes some like, you know, flippant joke or whatever. And then they're like, oh yeah, it was you. And now you're dead. And now you're dead. That's it. And it was, okay. I'm getting some cat, <laughs> cat butt. <laughs> Thank you it is for nice. that. He's standing close enough to the screen that you're not actually getting a hole. So I no, think that's nice. No, like, just a, yeah. the, just a fuzzy, just a yeah. fuzzy outline. I, I literally, I, I am, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Um, I have two very close friends that are, uh, they live in Los Angeles, but they're in the Boston area right now. And they were going to come down to Philadelphia maybe the week after Thanksgiving. And I was like, you know, I would love for you guys to come down, but, um, you know, we don't have anything yet. I don't have like a bed 
for you to lay your head in. And my friend Emily said, well, guess what, Craig? I'm still very allergic to cats, so I would never <laughs> sleep in a bed in your household anyway. She came over for Thanksgiving a few years ago. We had it at our house. I had a few people over, and she, like, took a bunch of Zyrtec, and we had cleaned the house and locked the cats upstairs, yeah. and even still, like, still. after a couple hours, like, her eyes were, like, puffy red. Yeah. And I was like, still? Like, what's science even doing if you're still allergic to cats at this point? Like, <laughs> come on. Can we solve this problem? Yeah, I mean, my grandmother, I remember, had a cat, and I... Loved going over there, and I. But there's a time limit, and the and it's like yeah. and the and the it's a it's a game of chicken with how long because you can last longer if you don't touch your eyes. Right. So it'd be like an hour in, I'd be like, I really want to scratch my eyes, and then an hour yeah. after that, I would have to do it, and then by then, then then you're just on a ticking clock. Then you were blind, and someone would have to like walk you home. <laughs> okay, when and honestly, it was the cat most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie is very confusing. It's, everybody's good, I guess. Nobody has, like, everybody just talks in the same kind of, like, clipped British measured tone. Yeah. Because they're spies. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so congratulations, Gary Oldman, on that first Oscar nomination. He, of course, won five, seven years later or whatever. For so. another fucking terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about A Better Life. Had you ever seen this movie nope, before? Nope, I had never seen this movie before. Had you? I had. I think I watched it. I can't even actually remember, though, if I had seen it the year of this Oscar ceremony. Like, I might have seen this movie afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's sort of depressing to watch because it's a movie that's all it's about... It's sort of uh, depressing to watch? <laughs> <laughs> so, Demian Bashir plays a... Mexican man who is in the country illegally. Um, he's a with his son. With his son. He yeah, works he's undocumented. You know, he's undocumented. Yeah. He works as a, you know, landscaper. This is basically and the bicycle thief. This is basically bicycle thieves, bicycle thieves, bicycle thieves, just the bicycle thief. I think I'm gonna look it up. Um, Continue. But yeah, it's just a guy literally trying to make a better life for him and his high school age son um, in, you know, not a great area of Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, it sucks because 10 years later, like it's the same thing. Like there's been the no movie changes. is called Bicycle Thieves. Hmm. Uh, there's been no changes to Point, uh, anything. <laughs> just <wanna get> um, <laughs> To anything like this yeah. exact same situation is happening right now in Boyle Heights. So, yeah, it's a real fucking bummer. It's ICE have been the villains for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's very heartbreaking. Um, there's a scene. So I think the scene for me that ge- that did it for Damien Bashir was there's a spoilers again. Whatever he ends up being picked up by. Uh, ice and is going to be deported back to Mexico. Um, and there is a scene where his son comes to say like goodbye to him yeah. before he goes. And when he talked, like the son had earlier said, like, why did you have me? Like, you know, whatever. And he, d- he explains why he had them. And it is a very beautiful scene. And he is very good in that scene. And for that reason, I think of these five, um, 
fucking Jean Dujardin doesn't even speak. And this motherfucker yeah. speaks two languages in this uh-huh. fucking uh, movie. And for, for that reason, I think of the nominees, I'm giving it to fucking Damien Bashir. Listen, I'm not mad at you about it. Like, I would make it would be between him and Pitt, I think, for me. Yeah. But I think it's. I mean, I think it's probably probably the most impressive performance. I have to sort of give kudos to the Academy for nominating SAG it. for finding it. Yeah. Like, it does seem like a movie that could come out like in September and get buried under Hollywood stuff. I mean, this was directed by Chris Weitz. So, you know, it's like a. I think because of that, it probably got more recognition just because it was, you know, someone that was in the Hollywood scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does seem like a, a movie that would just totally disappear and be nominated for an Indie Spirit Award. And a couple critics groups would be like, hey, this was a great performance. Um, but uh, kudos for finding it. I mean, no kudos for giving the award to Jean Dujardin. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you some kudos, but then we're going to take the those Academy kudos away. And they take it away. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. It's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a quiet little movie, but it's a, it's a lovely movie and, um, yeah. and very sad. And, uh, yeah, I liked him in it a lot. So, yeah. um, any other performances from the year we want to talk about? I mean, there's a, there's a big one. Obviously. I mean, we're going to talk about, talked about on 2011, but the, were there any other ones that you want to uh, throw I your hat in the ring for? I don't, I mean, other than the big one that we're going to talk about, I, which I feel like is I mean, that's, why don't you go ahead? Well, just cause I mean, I didn't, a lot of these movies I didn't rewatch. Um, I guess drive is people were psyched about that. He kind of just the one is, that I rewatched, but again, that's, that's more of the director's movie. A hundred percent. It's, think. and it's the music yeah. and the mood He's, of the whole thing. He kind of just yeah. is like, he just sort of stands there looking cool yeah. and handsome and handsome, which, which he does handsome. really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you and I want to talk for approximately six days about Take Shelter. Yeah. Yes. That movie's awesome. This movie um, rules. I talked to you hadn't re- did you did you go back and rewatch it? I did. Since Oh, yeah. I had not seen it since we talked about it. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah, for a long time. Because yeah. um, I didn't rewatch so it for good. even for the um even for the the 2011 episode, I forget what I picked, but this movie is fucking when great. When I when I went back in, well, a separation. I think a oh, separation, a separation is still better is still for me. But better, this but movie rules. Is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, am, am, is our podcast interrupting your texting? Sorry, it's it's about it's about the dog we have now. So I feel like you're okay with that. That's fine. It's about a dog. If it's about a if it's about a dog. I'm, <laughs> by the way, she heard me say it's about a dog, and then she got up. <laughs> And kind of is making that um, way. Eugene is, um, he's 18 and a half pounds and the vet would like him to be closer to 15. Okay. Well, then the nice thing about that is that they can't get food themselves. So you can just. Can they? <laughs> because I've been around your dog. And she doesn't <laughs> seem to have problems with it. Oh my god, she's ruining my fucking <laughs> life. We are having people over this weekend for like a pre-Thanksgiving like dinner party to like test out yeah. some stuff that I'm trying for Thanksgiving. And I am concerned about cuz it's going to be all day cooking, which I'm psyched to do. I love doing it, but it's going to be all yeah. day cooking on and a lot of different moving parts on Saturday. 
And right. you have to keep an eye on, I fucking pulled a frittata out of the fridge the other day, put it on the counter, turned around for two seconds. I'm like, what the fuck is that frittata? And I just hear like, <laughs> anyway, she ate the frittata is the end of that story. I'll let you know how that goes. What were we talking about? Take shelter. Take shelter. Um, so we talked about this a little bit in 2011. I don't think we touched on it a ton in terms of the plot, but basically it's about a guy who starts having visions of an apocalypse. And it seems like he's just having like a mental breakdown. His mother is, uh, paranoid, schizophrenic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just an incredible movie. It looks so good. When mm-hmm. I was driving at one point across the country, when I was moving out here, um, through the Midwest, there were multiple times like the birds did sort of the thing they do in Take Shelter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in Take Shelter. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's also just beyond. So, so the main person in Take Shelter is Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, yeah. if you don't, if you don't know, if you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know Michael Shannon. I don't know that we've touched on him a bunch because. Yeah, we probably talked about him a little bit. We talked about Revolutionary Road. Revolutionary Road, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not that kid. Oh, good Lord. Um, but a lot of his like stuff has been, big stuff has been TV. Um, he and Shea Wiggum together are so fun on Bordock Empire. So fucking good. He yeah. is just one of the best actors. He's so good. And he's also very creepy and a little scary. And so that also really works for this movie so well. And then the rest of the cast fucking rules. Jessica fucking Chastain, my my man from Deadwood, whatever the fuck his name is. That dude, fucking Shea Wiggum, (laughs) fucking Katie Mixon. It's just very there. It's really, um, it's just really well populated and yeah. the ending is so disturbing. Yeah. I don't want to give it away because okay. not every... Yeah. O- okay. 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 It's like, well, what now? <laughs> um, great, great, great movie. I can't recommend it higher. And and Honestly, the, and the scene... and the Separation are, are such amazing movies. And, you know, I've talked about this before. Like, Love Bridesmaid still. Girl mm-hmm. with Dragon Tattoo, I love. Like, so many good movies in that year. And just, they just nominated all the wrong things. All, all um, the wrong things. Which is not that the Oscars don't do this, like, you know, Every pretty day. frequently. But yeah. if, when they were nominating, like, nine movies into, like, basically whiff on, like, depending on your taste, between six and eight of them. Like, come on. It's like... um yeah, they're they're really good movies. I want to go back to Michael Shannon for a second because the scene for me, this I mean, again, here's the thing. This is my other thing about Michael Shannon. He that he does. He does quiet really well. Like yeah. the he like he he this is hard to do. I feel like he does and fucking, you know, Nick Cage should take a page. He does quiet really well and like normal guy. He's like a dad again, he's a dad in this, like whatever. But then he also has a a really fun tool where he also goes bat shit fucking crazy. Yeah. Really well. And he, there's a scene where Shea Wiggum comes and he gives us, and they get in a fight and he gives this huge fucking like speech about how there's a storm coming to like the whole community center or whatever. And it is terrifying. He is terrifying in that. That's all. He, um, 
he's always amazing. I personally think Take Shelter is maybe the best version of harnessing him. Yes. Because I feel like the energy that he has sometimes can overwhelm the roles he plays. Yes. And it's that's not really even a comment on his acting. It's just like he always has this energy. Well, he always he gets cast as like... Like even in Boardwalk, I think he's so good, but that character is yeah. wild and like like right. it's not just him. The character is written it, like fully crazy, and so yeah. he go like so he really goes for it. Um, this is like again, it's such an interesting thing to watch him and just be like because you really see him kind of start to descend into like well we don't know if it's madness or whatever, but like he 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 it seems like a normal guy and yeah. then just has these kind of bouts. Yeah. Anyway, he definitely should have won Best Actor for Take Shelter. And like, he, not definitely. only was he not nominated, like... Well, it didn't, was, you didn't I, mention I actually, him at all in any of the I things. I had to, like, go back through and make sure, because it's, it's a 2011 release, but I was like, well, maybe it came out in 2011, and it actually didn't come out till 2012, because how could he have not been nominated, like, in any of these places? And then I went through, and he did win, like, like critic, like, the Austin Film Critics Association named him Best Actor. The... Like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, small things like that. Like, he, like... That's so the wild. The Central Ohio Film Critics Association named him Best Actor. Like, so, like, he did win in places in 2011, Dallas-Fort Worth. Just not in any of the, like, biggest ones where apparently people just didn't see the movie. I guess he was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award. No. Yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. That's the Michael best Shannon. performance. Michael Shannon. Michael yeah. Shannon for the win. Always love Michael Shannon. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's who we think should have won. Yeah. Nothing how else. Would you, how would you rank the five nominees? Uh, so we said Bashir was number one. Okay. I'm going to put Jean Dujardin at the bottom. Sorry. Okay. Um, that's fine. And then I think I'll go Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, and then I think George Clooney and then I think Brad Pitt and then Damien Bashir. I think I would maybe flip Oldman and Jean Dujardin just because I feel like Oldman's just just not doesn't have to do anything in that yeah. movie. Um, well, he had to think, memorize lines, Craig. He had true. to memorize lines, okay, so maybe and then show right. up on set and then that. say yeah. those lines. So there yeah. you go. So you're right. Let's flip it. Correct. All you know what he had to memorize? With pleasure. That's it. With pleasure. And that dance. Eh. Goodbye. George Smiley doesn't dance. Doesn't dance. <laughs> he does not. Um, yeah, that's, uh, Michael Shannon though, above them all. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about some movies from this year? Have you seen anything? I saw Dune finally. What did you think of Dune? I got to tell you, I went in with low expectations because, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care about Dune. You don't care about spices. I don't care about spice. Unless they're on your food. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you. I really enjoyed Dune. I like, and I didn't seem that long for me. Two things: it needed one hundred percent more sandworms. I was like, every five minutes we should get a sandworm coming in here because sure. I want to see these yeah. sandworms. Yeah. And then the second thing is, I will say, I was not bored, which is shocking because it's like almost three hours long. And I maybe uh-huh. part of that is because I watched it at home and whatever. But I will say, it's one of those things where it feels like I'm bummed he didn't just make it into like a a TV show. Cause I know this is like part one, but I felt like we were like, even though it was so long, I was like, we're just started getting cooking. We just met Zendaya and now the movie's over. And I know there has to be more. Pro- I just was thinking like this would benefit from 
I feel like this would have benefited from being a TV show. But I guess Villeneuve doesn't want to do that. That's fine. I mean, like, my biggest thought about it was as, like, I want to rewatch this movie right before the second part comes out. And yeah. And see how I feel about it. Because I don't know Dune at all. Like, I don't, I haven't read the book. You're not a Dune head. Film. Like, not a Dune, not a Dunester. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not a Dunesbury. <laughs> Ooh, let's get that started. <laughs> Where are my political comic heads, eh? (laughs) Who's reading the newspaper? Um, So I was just like, okay, got to see where this goes. Yeah. I liked what I saw. uh, What I saw, I liked it. I just was like, yeah, it it looks so great. And then it just kind of ends too loud, though. Somebody needs to talk to his uh, sound mixer or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a, that's just not conducive to, to <laughs> watching a movie. It's like he was making incendies and they were like, listen, you can make English language films in Hollywood, but you have to have one <laughs> in all your movies. And he was like, if that is what you say, uh, uh, to get me at the You do you argue? Yeah. You know what they said? You know what he said? When they said you have to have a gong, he said, with pleasure. With pleasure. That's what he said. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. I think that's the perfect way to end it. Um, we'll be back next week where we're going to talk about Best Actress from 2011. Mm-hmm. So make sure to revisit My Week with Marilyn and Albert Knobs. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Show. Oh, Jesus Facebook Christ, Craig. Get your Oscar shit together. To. Listen, I'm in a new place. It's a new world. Great reviews on iTunes. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. We did.